All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us for our Jump Start podcast. I got my girl Leanne Ernie on with me, and I'm excited to hear some of the things that I've heard her teach on in rooms full of 40, 50 people. And I'm excited to hear her approach to telesales and what she's been doing to get the momentum that she has. But Leanne, how you doing? I'm glad to I'm glad to have you on today. No, I'm I'm doing really well. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, as I told you in the past, you know, I think you're a sales dynamo, and I think that you really understand the psychology of the sale and the client. So I wanted to get you on this podcast so you can help some people out because we have new mm-hmm. people and, you know, veteran people listening all the time, and we're just, again, trying to bring as much value as humanly possible every single time we get on. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very sure you'll be able to do that. Um, but before we get started, can you just kind of give – people a little bit of a backdrop, kind of where you're coming from, and then how you found sure. family first life. Sure, absolutely. So, I mean, everybody comes from a different place. I, I have no background in sales whatsoever. I've been w- doing life insurance for about four years now. I have no career background in sales or life insurance or anything like that. I think I'm kind of proof that Anybody can do this if you put your mind to it and work really hard. So when I'm doing that, you know, whether I'm talking to a family or I'm training somebody new or anything like that, you know, that's kind of where I come from. I have no experience and every, I just, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly changing what I do, adapting what I'm learning from other people and finding out what works for me. So, and how I found Family First. I had worked for a captive um, agency before this, and I learned a lot there. And I really feel that I've taken everything that I've learned, and I'm learning so much more here, and I'm able to, you know, do things the way, do more. You know, I'm able to take all the skills that I've learned and just put, bring it to a bigger audience and a bigger arena. I love it, man. I do. And uh, we've talked about that, too, like just the ability to be in a bigger arena, you know, what has that yeah. been like for you? You know, I know there's, you know, some, you know, multiple epiphanies that you've had. You know, <laughs> what has that been like for you? It has been amazing. I mean, I've only been with Family First since um, the very end of December, but I really didn't get started until the beginning of January. And, you know, for me, like anything, it was kind of, I'm going to pour everything I can into it, you know, not just, I mean, time-wise, financially, emotionally, my family knows that this is, you know, important to me, and I have my family's 100% support and backing, and, you know, it was just eye-opening. You know, a lot of times when you step away from something that you've done for a little while, you see things, I always say hindsight's twenty twenty, and it really was for me. So when I stepped into family first and I saw the opportunity and I saw what was available and, you know, just like I said, the resources, and I was just amazed. And it's kind of just been Mm. such a, just a past couple months have been such a journey and I've grown so Mm. much in my career and as a person. So Mm. I I just like, I feel like I'm like one of those kids who walked into a candy store and like, (laughs) I want some of this, I want some of this, and I want some of this, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) that's so awesome i mean think about that you know we're all here we're trying to provide for our families we're looking for the best opportunity to provide for our family with the time that we have and still enjoy our families and you know 
when when you find that, it's kind of euphoric. Nothing's worse than trying to do it with one hand or, you know, one hand tied behind your back or, you know, four Mm -hmm. fingers cut off. Yeah. I I told you, my family's my biggest supporter. My daughter, especially, is my biggest cheerleader. And she's, you know, she loves that I can spend more time with her. And I'm financially doing so much better than I was. So it's win for her, it's win win. You know, mommy's happy, everybody's happy. I remember that. That's so awesome. So, okay. Now, that's great, you know, and I think a lot of people feel that, you know, when they get here. Um, But, you know, there's some people that are that'll be listening to this podcast that have just gotten started with us or maybe they've been with us and they're not, they're not experiencing the, the kids in the candy factory deal. You know, <laughs> um, maybe they're not seeing it the way you see it, you know? Um, so let's mm-hmm. talk about your approach to the sale. Like you, you obviously mm-hmm. get a lot of referrals. You have, you know, a mm-hmm. good current client book, but you've also, mm-hmm morphed your way into running lead, you know, and I was really nervous. I was really nervous about that too. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. I think what, when you say that, what exactly yeah. are you projecting? What, 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 what were you nervous about? So I knew when I came to family first that I do have a, a really great warm market. I, you know, I'm very good at working referrals, getting referrals. I'm never afraid to ask, who else do you know? Who else needs life insurance? I'm here to help your friends and family. But, you know, that not that it only goes so far, but I wanted more. Like I did really well the first month or so with just my warm market. And then I had to, you know, jump into, you know, leads. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, do I I really have the skills to be able to do something like that? And, you know, everybody has that doubt, but you just have to also have that trust, trust that you know what you're doing. You've done it before. I did it with the captive uh, agency that I worked for. So I, you know, when I first started, I, I got myself some leads and I think the very first phone call, the very first day I started, I closed on the phone. Mm. How did that feel? That felt amazing. Um, definitely, <laughs> and, and my whole team was listening too. Oh man! So I was, I was right. really nervous because all, all eyes were on me. But it does speak to your ability to to not be even nervous, though. We've all been there. But your ability mm-hmm. to not to 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 really lock in and understand, hey, I'm just helping a person. I've been doing this. I've done yes. this many times. I'm just helping yeah. families, you know? So I you yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, you know, you're right. I'm I am here just to help families and my approach with families has not changed at all. I'm very honest. I'm very upfront. I'm not here to bait and switch. I'm not here to tell think that they're talking about one thing and introduce a secondary topic. You know, I ask the questions that the hard questions and sometimes give the hard answers that need to be given. Makes sense. I mean, and, and you know, I've always said and, and always heard nobody makes a decision unless they're uncomfortable. Um, right. And that makes sense. So when you think about, you know, now buying leads and then going on, this call to close. Let's talk about the call to close 
And I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of it now. <laughs> yeah, but, but 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 why? Like, get into it a little bit. Let's get into the psychology of someone picking yeah. up the phone and you you trying to make it happen. Yeah. So it, you know, and it kind of goes back to my my previous experience. I'm used to making that phone call and setting that appointment and then getting on that appointment. And with the call to close, you know, when I stopped to think about it, I was like, why am I making a phone call just to set an appointment when I can't, I have them on the phone. Like this is crazy <laughs> that all the missed opportunity. <laughs> well, well, a lot of times we, we were, you know, in the field or, or even morphed into zoom sales, right. And thinking that, Mm-hmm. This whole thing is an in-home, right? But the truth yeah. is, is a captive audience is better than no audience at all. So when you started getting the confidence to go into the call to close, you know, mm-hmm. and start doing that, what did you discover? As you said, I have them on the phone now. What Obviously, some, some things change a little bit about the pitch and then mm-hmm. your, the urgency that you have and then your, your ability to, to, to try to keep them on the phone to get a buying decision. What, what does that practically look like? What are some of the strategies you use? Um, some of the strategies that I use is just, well, first of all, you have to be a good listener. I have to be actively listening. And, you know, when you're nervous about getting on the phone, sometimes you're, it's hard to actively listen. But that, you know, that's a huge skill to be able to have. What are they saying? I work off the script, probably just like everybody else. But when somebody throws that line at you that you're not expecting, so you have to be listening for it. So, you know, active listening comes into play, but more, more than anything, it's just moving through the conversation. For me, it's like a conversation with somebody. I'm here. I, you know, when I get them on the phone, I tell them who I am. I'm a medical field underwriter. Just want to get some more information for, from you, you know, determine what you might qualify for, what you might not qualify for based on the carriers that I'm contracted with. And I go right into it. You know, I heard um, my upline talk all the time, you know, assume the sale. And, you know, that's, that's exactly it. I'm assuming they wanted information. They were looking for life insurance. My skill set helps make that happen. And life insurance is a confusing market. So I tell them, I'm going to take the confusion away for you. I love that. That is so confident, you know, because you're mm-hmm. right. If I, like, that's a great way to captivate somebody is by saying, saying what it is is confusing market, but I'm going to be the one that that's, that's very strong. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming your response to that typically is <laughs> sounds good. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I've got a really favorable response and people agree with, they agree with me. They're like, it is confusing. And then I tell do you know the difference between whole and term? I've heard it, but I don't know what it is. Let me help you with that. Mm. Very service-based, right? Very much, mm-hmm. you know, I'm bringing value to you, help you make a, an empowered decision for you and your family. I yep. mean, that's what we do. That's what we do. But you, again, you, your confidence screams it. And it screams <laughs> it loud enough. That I, I'm the client. I feel it. But also, I'm not the client. And I still feel it. Like, I'm going to buy life <laughs> you know I'm yes. Let me help you with that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so, you know, as you're going through that process, 
you know, what are some things that you've experienced that turn the sale in your favor to help the family versus things that maybe take it out of favor? I think a lot of it has to do with my approach when it comes to the financial aspect of the life insurance sale. Um, there is going to be a monetary exchange. They are going to have to provide their banking information. I know this already. So I know my approach, you know, these people have never talked to me before, never met me before, but I'm going to be asking them for some very personal information. So I t kind of, you know, out of the gate, when I talk to them, I tell them, you know, I'm going to, like I told you earlier, I tell them in my pitch, you know, I'm going to, you know, get some medical information for you from you see what carriers are going to accept you, maybe decline you. I said, and then we're going to talk about your budget because this has to be something that fits within your budget. If it isn't something you can afford from month to month, this isn't going to, this isn't going to work for you. Right. I love that. So, but continue on. I'd love to hear how you continue to move this. So, so, and, and they agree with me. They're like, no, they're like, you know, you're absolutely right. And some people will be really honest right up front. They'll be like, I don't have any money at the moment. I don't get paid until Friday. I don't, you know, I, I'm just looking for, I have, you know, a lot of other responsibilities, but this is something that I need. And I tell them, this is something we're going to work within your budget. So I, I, I constantly am telling them that this is going to work with your budget. You, and then if sometimes they're like, I don't know. I don't know anything about life insurance. I don't know what my monthly budget is. I don't have any idea. I'll throw something out at them. I'll be like, mm. look, based on what you're telling me about your finances, how much you make, how much your expenses are, you know, how much you have to work with every month, you know, what you're, the reason you wanted life insurance in the first place. Did you, well, I always ask them, is that, are we covering just a funeral? Are we covering your income because you're the income provider are we covering you know your mortgage i find all of that information during that fact finding that i'm doing with them very comprehensively and that builds a huge amount of rapport with people they're like oh they're like okay she knows what she's talking about so so that she so that she can so that she can be helpful so and then you know toward the end it all comes down to look this is what I'm thinking. I have a couple of quotes for you. A, B, C, this much. This, is that too much for your budget? Great for your budget. Some people are very honest. That's a little too high. Some people are like, no, that's perfect. And some people are like, well, how much would, you know, twice that be? Right, sure. Absolutely. Those are the best questions in the world. <laughs> like, yeah. A <laughs> yeah, let me, let me pull that up for you. <laughs> now, Again, very smooth, very, again, very client-centric. I mean, at the end of the day, your concern is there. You know, it's why you get so many mm -hmm. referrals, too. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like your, mm -hmm. your, your tone, your voice, your heart is saying everything. It's saying everything. You know, and I want, if, if, we, if, if we were going to dub this call, we would dub it a, a transfer, of, um, transfer of confidence because mm -hmm. you're – Every time you talk, you're transferring confidence. Confidence that you're the right person for the job. Confidence that you're the right person to, that's going to take care of the family. Confidence that if something goes wrong, you'll be there. Confidence that if I give you referrals, you're going to take care of them. I mean, you're spewing confidence. Where did you learn to do that? Because I do think that's a gift. It could just be a natural thing. But mm -hmm. how, did you, how, did you, how did you learn to do that? 
Um, me personally, I, I naturally have, have confidence. However, when I first started, I was like anybody else who's starting something new. Like I said, I have not done this my whole life and I, and I'm not a spring chick anymore. So, you know, it, I had to learn some things and, you know, there's a, there's technique to that. There's time that that takes. However, with the confidence, I had the, at least the confidence to know that I could learn it, you know? So with with that confidence as it builds over time, you know, creates, you know, different things. I come from a fake it till you make it. Like, I, you know, I have a, I have a couple of quotes that, that you know, kind of stick with me. One of them is fake it till you make it. I might not be confident in what I'm saying, but I'm going to say it confidently. Even if I'm not saying it, like, I'm, I, even if I'm telling them, you know what, I'm not quite sure. Let me get back to you on that. I'm going to say it confidently. So, and you know, there's another, there's a, there's another quote for me when I started doing life insurance, I worked in the field and that was really frightening for me. I've never, I mean, I worked in accounting my whole life. I sat behind a desk really had very little interaction with people. So this really opened up a lot of, you know, personal building for me. But I remember I have a, there's a quote by uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, one of my favorites. And when I train my team, I train my team this way. I tell them. Do something every day that scares you. That's how I built. That's how I built up my skills in this business. Quite honestly, like if there's that client I didn't want to call because they either intimidated me a little bit or I had bad news for them, I'm like, this is the one thing I'm going to do today that scares me. So let's go. <laughs> that's huge. I swear, you know, that brings me back to my first, you know, first year or so in the business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just realizing how spring of a chicken that I was, but trying to figure it out, how green, yeah. how wet yeah. behind the ears. And yeah. it's like realizing, like, there's so much to learn, but I believe this is going to be my career. So I'm going yeah. to just lean forward in every situation. And I'd rather screw it up overboard than not give it, not give it the elbow grease it deserved. Because every mm-hmm. lesson's going with me. Every single lesson is coming with me. And it really, what you're saying, Leanne, really, you know, I, I would agree with 100%. And, you know, if, if people could just do that, if people could just do that, try to yes. be, be uncomfortable every day. What's the, how did yeah. you say it? Oh, do, it's, it's a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. Do something every day that scares you. That's amazing. Do you know what that does, how that compounds over months, years, mm-hmm. your life? It's a, that's, yes. that's, that, that creates an amazing amount of fearlessness. Which, yeah, that was, my, that, was my approach with, that was my approach with the one call close. Think about that. That's huge. Dude, like I told you, you need to be talking to a lot of people that are on your team. Because <laughs> You would oh, do they right hear by me them. every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would do right by them. So I'm speaking a massive agency into your life because you have the right stuff. You're made of the right stuff. You care. You really care. And and you um Thank you. you exude it, you know, and you you know, you're a great teacher. So why not be teaching thousands of people that are on your team? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So Absolutely. I'm here for every person on my team, you know, even people that aren't on my team, you know, if they feel that I have any value to bring them in their business, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's amazing. And, um, 
here's what I'd love for you to do. If you can give, you know, anybody, a new agent, and let's say a new agent, a parting shot or something that you'd want them to, to, to help their learning curve, what, what would it be? Just do it. Like, it's, it's really cliche, um, and it's really simple, but just do it. Uh, don't think about it. Don't hesitate. Just do it. That will turn more people around in this industry than imaginable. Yeah, you know, and it's and it's hard. It's hard. It's it's not easy. It's it is hard, but it's so worth it. And, and that's the truth. And I love that you're saying that. You know, it's not easy. You know, it's hard. But no, it's so worth absolutely. It. Any, so anything. Worth it. Anything worth it is going to cost you a little something. It's going to it's going to take a little something from you, but it's going to add more to you than it takes. You know. Oh, hundred percent. So I'm I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your future. I love already what you've done. Like if you're listening closely to this podcast, Leanne, you know you came to FFL, you never bought leads. You started buying leads. You didn't do mm-hmm. a call to close. You started doing a call to close. Like mm-hmm. you've already done, you've already been uncomfortable and it's only breeded you more success. <laughs> like, yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's important that people understand that and that they start, like you said, just doing it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I had nothing to lose and everything to gain. And now you're moving faster up the ladder and faster up the stairs than you were six months ago. Would that be a fair statement? Oh, absolutely. A thousand. You're on, a, you're on an thousand. elevator. You're not even on the stairs anymore. You're on an elevator. I'm on the, exp- I'm on the express elevator right <laughs> to the top. <laughs> That's crazy. But this is, the, this is the deal, folks. This is what it's supposed to look like if you're working and you're embracing uncomfortability and embracing change. Leanne Ernie, thank you so much. She's a proud member of FFL Squadron, and she's killing it. Thank you for sharing with us your knowledge on this podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. God bless. Continue to collect these records. Thanks, Leanne.